We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Cats Coverage Basketball Podcast, and I'm Trace Terrell. I'm here with my good friend, Michael. Yes, sir. Um, so we're with Cats Coverage. We're going to be the UK uh, podcast for the Field of 68, which we're happy to join. You know, there's a growing college basketball podcast and a whole network, and we're happy to represent the uh, Blue Blood, the, one of the most pre- premier schools of them all. You know, we got a big love for Kentucky. And again, I'm Trace Terrell, and this is Michael. Michael, uh, you want to tell them a little bit about yourself and what you do on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, of course. I, uh, I work for Fox 56 here in Lexington, uh, one of the local TV stations doing sports. And uh, a lot of fun to just cover this team, obviously basketball, football, all the UK sports. Love covering the high school sports here in the area. Uh, a lot of talented athletes, but uh, obviously we're going to be talking about all the talented athletes on this uh, UK hoops team. So it's, it's going to be fun. I like, I like this team a lot. Um, it's going to be interesting to just kind of see them, you know, get in some regular games because we saw an exhibition. And they already look pretty good. Yeah. Um, so they're what five and zero now, I believe. They're all their expert. Maybe let's see, five and zero. If you don't count the blue white game, of course. Um, so they look pretty good. There's a lot of potential on this team, you know. And there's a lot of unknowns, you know. There's the the whole all three seven footers are out. Um, we're throwing out some lineups, you know. It's early in the season and it's still preseason to see what works and what kind of options are gonna be best fit for this team until we get everybody back. Um, but let's just jump right into it. You know, um, they just played their first preseason exhibition against a local team called Georgetown College, just what, 15 minutes down the road? Yeah, good team. Um, good NAIA team. Coach Briggs, they have things going there. They're going to be real good in NAIA basketball. So good test for them. Yeah, good, very good test because uh, we saw at halftime, it was, they were, Kentucky was just up one. You know, part of that was because Georgetown College went on a quick 7-0 run to end the second half, or to end the first half going into the second half. Um, but definitely, it, they got a, a young roster. They got a great test on Friday evening, and um, they had to kind of buckle up and show that you know the second half that they came to, to play a full 40 minutes. Um, so that you know, you the idea is not to have it down you know one point at halftime, but they the second half was a different story. They got things back going the way it should be. I think they won by like 23. Um, there's a lot to see in that game. A lot of players. I think there was not there's six players that went for nine plus points. So a lot of offense. 
Um, were there any players that like stuck out to you that you have you know your big takeaways from from that night? I was surprised about uh, DJ DJ Wagner not having the best game. He yeah. had what uh, four points, two of nine. I, I think he'll find his way. We talked on the previous episodes, and uh, for you guys that are you know just joining here as we've joined the field of sixty eight, go back to our other episodes and check those out because uh, we gave a full breakdown. You know, going into the you know blue white game, talking about global jam and one of our common themes while we wait for these big guys to come back is talking about all these talented guards because they're they're almost they're, you can't have too many really but no. it feels right now that there are just so many talented guys in that backcourt so i think there are always going to be games where one of those stars just doesn't have a good game right and oh, for yeah. this one is dj and rob has been uh Rob Dillingham has been solid, had another 16 points. And then you got Reed, and, you know, you got, like, you know, I think they're going to start figuring it out with Antonio Reeves always being in there. Uh, so that's kind of the most fascinating part as we progress through the first couple weeks of the season because they got a big test, obviously, on the 11th. I think the 11th against – no, it's the uh, – whatever. That's just the classic against uh, Kansas. Kansas. Yeah. So, that's going to be a big one. Number one team in the country. Think about the headlines of that with uh, Hunter Dickinson. Right. You know, we Kentucky uh, missed out on him this summer, but, you know, I think we figured it out with uh, who we brought in after that. You know, you'd like to have him, but it's not make or break with him. So Kentucky will be just fine without him. But there's it's going to be a big storyline night, you know, Champions Classic, Kentucky and Kansas. Um, Bill Self, John Calipari, you know, just good college basketball just start the season. Um, there's going to be a lot of, takeaways from that game you know a lot of that really won't matter by the end of the season but a lot to get things stirred up to start the year off um i'm excited like you just said dj wagner was a little slow but you know this just it's early it's it's the end of october i fully expect those type of guys that we have that the whole staff and every one of the teammates on the team have said we have dogs on this team and they all use the term dogs and i feel like if you're a dog you're going to show up in those big you know in front of those bright lights so i'm not too worried about our future stars for like the kansas game i think dj wagner will be back to himself and uh Hopefully Antonio Reeves joins those freshmen and it becomes yeah. a dog as well like he was last year. Yeah, and we've heard the term, you know, to the, the dog term. We didn't hear it a ton, you know, the last couple of years because there weren't really a ton of dogs. Like Casey no. Wallace was a dog. I mean, clearly, as we see, you know, him balling out for the Oklahoma City Thunder already in the NBA, that dude's a dog, like on offense and defense. This team has dogs, but, you know, you're always going to, have some guys that are going to feel left out right in the rotation. And that isn't a big concern until you really get to conference play. So for now, I think just testing these lineups is going to be huge to kind of just figure out how, uh, how these guys kind of blend together. Um, but I think, you know, Justin Edwards has really stood out, obviously, from uh, his time in, you know, the global jam, you know, knocking down some corner threes, being that steady wing. He only got nine points, but – um, I, I like how, you know, he's going to play a lot of minutes, I think, no matter what. Oh, he's yeah. going to just be that guy uh, with him and, and Trey Mitchell. Uh, man, Trey. Trey's been balling 22 in this one. He was, he's the real deal. I think they said he had he had the game high in points, rebounds, and blocks. Yeah. I think it was some, somewhere along the line of like 22-12-3 and three or 22-9-3, something pretty nice. Um, and that's, you know, we've talked about this before. You can go watch it on our other um, podcast, but – he kind of fell into Kentucky's lap. Uh, thank you, Bob Huggins. Sorry the way it happened, but you know Kentucky did benefit from that. You know he, with, especially with the injuries right now, he's 
our five to start the season. Um, he's a veteran presence that we don't have much of outside of Reeves. And he's been a baller in all five outings that we've had from him this year. I mean, 22 points led the entire team against Georgetown College. And uh, he's definitely just something that fell in our lap that's really going to be, I think, a big piece for us this year. Yeah, and hitting four threes is huge, too. I mean, he lead, led the team in threes. And so uh, I, I, he, Cal never lets his big guy shoot, right? Never. Obviously, that's, a, that's the thing. But Trey's not a traditional big. And then once bigs get in, then Trey's going to play the four probably yeah. and you know have a, some taller lineups, which can be good if the five that they're bringing can run the floor enough. You know, we'll see if like Big Z can run the floor like that. But I think Bradshaw has the potential, you know, once that foot – heals up. I don't know about Uganda and Yenso. So I think they'll figure that blend out. But for now, I think Cal's going to, I think the rest of the team's really going to enjoy having just Trey at the five, play a little small. They can just run, right? Get out in space. And, uh, you know, it'll make things a little bit tougher when they play a team that's got a good big, right? I mean, rim protection is going to be difficult for a little while, but until then, I think they're just going to have fun on offense for sure. Yeah. Um Plenty of guards, plenty of options to have just run up and down and have fast-paced basketball. You know, over the last few years, like you said, we haven't had many dogs. You know, it's been a kind of a few down years for in terms of Kentucky, as I'm sure most of you watching probably like to hate on us on Kentucky. You know, you're probably not big of fans of it. Uh, but I think it was overkill this year. I think Cal went out and got this strong recruiting class to, to have more than enough. Um, as we're seeing, something we're not used to in a couple of years. And so that's a good thing to go to have in the back of your pocket of so many different options. You know, who's having their night that night, who's not. You can pull on someone else. Um, and then in terms of Aaron Bradshaw, I think he'll be the first one back likely of Zivanovic Visich. Um, I hope I said that right. Ugana Visich. Yeah. Ugana and Yenzo. Um, I think Aaron Bradshaw is shaping up to be the first one back uh, likely. And that's probably, you know, he probably out of those three need to be the best one on this team for them to have their reach their ceiling. Five-star center out of Camden. Uh, went there with DJ Wagner, I believe. Um, I think Lance Ware is from there. Yeah. Uh, Kareem Watkins came up from that way. He's a walk-on on the team. So big old pipeline out of there of yeah. true New York basketball and uh, or New Jersey basketball. I'm sorry. And um, I think for him to have him back, it's going to be huge for this team. It's just time only tells until that is. You know, he's healing this injury on his leg. So yeah, Georgetown College, good one. So now they got Kentucky State, another good local team. Uh, you know, playing at HBCU for the Unity Series, always a great you know mission that you know this program's done the last few years under Cal and Jamal Jackson's a good coach. They got some guys. Um, they had you know a chance to really do something special in the SEAC last year. I covered a few of their games uh, right here down the road here in Frankfurt, and uh, they got talent. I haven't. Uh, dug too deep into you know this year's roster i know they lost a couple guys but they always got talent so it's gonna be another good little test for them yeah and he, he knows the georgetown team a lot better than i do um they're in, they are a powerhouse in the nai world of college basketball they're not just an you know nobody of course kentucky should beat them you know not be down or up one at halftime, you know, they end up winning by 23, so it got back to where it needed to be. But they weren't no joke. I think he had, I think the coach said they had 12 players off of, uh, from the state of Kentucky, so they've got a lot of local guys. Um, but yeah, I mean, they won how many Final Fours, how many championships the last few years? They've got quite a few, don't they? Yeah, Coach Briggs has won two NAIA titles, 2013 and 2019. Okay. Um, they made a couple Final Fours. They made the Final Four last year and then lost down Kansas City, which was, a heartbreaker for them, but they got pretty much everybody back besides Jake Omer, their big-time scoring guard. I Last week Jake I Omer. called um, 
I called him uh, Cam Taylor Britt, I think, the Bengals quarterback. Yeah. And producer Tim and uh, and our our guys were like, what are you talking about? It's Cam Brooks Taylor, I think, was his name, right? Yeah. He, so. He's a good wing for Georgetown, number zero. And uh, he led their team points with, with 21. So they got guys, good little test. But I just kind of wanted to see some some real games, man. We're almost there. Yeah. And the Kansas game is going to be a lot of fun. I think that's going to be one where, like, you know, obviously everybody's going to be watching. It's oh, in yeah. Chicago. I'm going to be there. I don't know if you're going to cover it. Oh, I'm going to try to. I'm not sure just yet. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Obviously, it's always a great event in college basketball. So we'll we'll talk about that more probably next week next week's podcast when we get there but it's just gonna be exciting yeah and if you're gonna play a preseason exhibition um, instead of just beating a team by 60 where you don't really learn anything I think it is good to have a Georgetown College you know NAI powerhouse because like I just said we were only up one at halftime so it was kind of like a good introduction to college basketball for these young freshmen they're like oh okay if you don't have you know take every play seriously and, and play on your A game you can get beat by anybody clearly we were at, at home in Rupp and you know, the first half was a little, but I didn't get two phases. That's just preseason exhibition. You know, a lot of Kentucky fans do like to get worked up over that stuff. I was pretty calm the whole entire time. And I'm glad you mentioned, I totally forgot, but we do have producer Tim behind the camera. You know, he's putting on this entire production. You know, yes, it ain't sir. just a two-man operation. We've got three people. But, Talk uh, about dogs. Tim's a dog. Tim yes, is a dog. Sir. Tim, thanks for being here. How are you doing back there behind the camera? Hey. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Doing good, man in the operation. Good, good. Couldn't be here without Tim. I like the studio. Oh, too. It's a good yeah. little vibe. Got the... Cats coverage headquarters. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, so sir. running here, this little operation here, but uh, we got things going, and so we're excited to be with the Philo 68. And so uh, one thing I did want to mention in this podcast is um, so a dude with the arrow. You know, he's he's going to be coming that that mix of veteran from uh, was a young guy just last year, and uh, he's really bulked up this summer. He's became yeah, he uh, I think he started I think he started against Georgetown College. A dude with the arrow is I think going to be that glue guy, that guy just going to be. And he's going to get put in at any moment of the game off the bench and will be a spark of energy. 
He's a dog. He's got grit. That's what he first kind of got known for when he started playing last year. It was just that guy will go out there and guard the best player, take the most uh, charges, get the most blocks. He's just he's got that grit. He's got that hard work, and it may not all the stuff that shows up on the stat sheets, but uh, will show up everywhere else. So that's a guy I'm really excited about. Do you feel the same, or do you, is there someone else you feel that way about? Yeah, no. I mean, I think Cal talked about it, and you know, you can only trust. Cal, you know, a certain amount, yeah. right? I mean, he kind of sells a little bit. You know, he's got the swagger. He's the salesman, right? He's just kind of, he kind of sells it. And he, he's oh, yeah. done the same about Antonio Reeves, saying Reeves is a completely different player. So far, we haven't seen it, right? I mean, he, we need to see him, you know, more penetration so that he can kind of open things up so he's not only a three-point shooter when his shot's not falling because we saw that at times last season where it just wasn't falling. So it, the jury's still out on Reeves when, when Cal is just saying, like, oh, Reeves is just completely different. He's, yeah. a, he's huge. So we'll see on that. But he had he did say over the summer that Adu has you know gained a lot of a lot of muscle mass, which is good, and you can kind of see it. So yeah. he wasn't he wasn't capping on that one. And I think at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter as long as if he can defend at a high level, then he's mm -hmm. going to get some minutes, right? Because the other guards, the freshman guards, are going to get the most minutes. They're going to start. Adu's going to come in off the bench. If he can defend, get a steal or two, and wake up the crowd, you know, wake up his guys, wake up the bench, maybe when, you know, they're struggling a little bit. That's what you need out of a guy off the bench, which is what Reed's going to bring you to, um, you know, a punch, you know, quick three off the bench, and then, you know, pumps you up. Crowd, yeah. is, crowd yeah. loves Reed Shepard, so he's going to come in and be a fan favorite. I think Adu has an opportunity to try to just make the most of his minutes. And, you know, he made the most of it when down in Tennessee last year when Kaysom was hurt, Kaysom Wallace and Xavier Wheeler, yeah. both point guards, you know, struggling. And so he kind of came in and had some good minutes down in Knoxville and they won that game. So he's kind of, he, he's just going to have to settle for his moments, right? He's, he's not a big Fox star guy, but. He's a good player, so he's just got to make the most of it. I'm, I'm, I'm even happy to throw Reed Shepard in that category. Yeah. Not necessarily the um, the bulky, itty-gritty, um, just grinded-out type of guy, but he's a guy that you can also throw in that mix of good. can absolutely do anything that you ask him of uh, in terms of he's got the, probably – I'm, I'm happy to say that he's probably got the best court vision on this entire team. Sure, he yeah. plays excellent defense. He's not a liability out on the, on the perimeter at all. He can shoot from anywhere on the court. He can run the offense. We saw that in the blue-white game. Uh, Reed Shepard is, you know, he was Kentucky Mr. Basketball for the ones that don't know. He He's probably going to be in that top seven, eight of rotation, but he's going to play a lot more than people, I think, thought he was when he committed to here almost two years ago. You know, he's a Kentucky guy. His, his UK legacy, his dad and mom played at UK. They, um, they met. They're both basketball players as well. Um, I think, like you just said, Reed had a crazy, crazy uh, applause when he came into the uh, game the other night. And, you know, his mom and dad were kind of courtside. And yeah. I think it was a cool moment. I think he had a big fan base there. And he will. That's how, that's how high school was for him. I mean, every gym was sold out. Um, but Reed is going to be that guy that can just do anything you need him to do. He will do it. He'll do it efficiently. And I think he'll have a lot of opportunities over the next two or three years yeah. here. Yeah, two assists. Uh, I think he... He really surprised people up in Toronto in the Global Jam when he was distributing at a high level. At a mean, high he, level. He was leading his team in assists at one point. So I think that's big for you guys just to know that, like, okay, you got somebody that can come off the bench and facilitate because mm -hmm. that was a struggle last year, man. Like yes, when, it was. When, you know, Xavier was trying to facilitate, but 
would turn it over and you know he he makes some bad decisions and every other fans are just freaking out they're sick of him right and then Kaysen was great but you know it's like then he got hurt and it was just kind of like all right well where does the offense go from here outside of just dumping it down to Oscar yeah I think now that this team has some facilitators uh even Rob who's more of like a scorer like a score first facilitator really mm-hmm. if that makes sense he's yeah he's not like a pass first guy but he still makes things happen you got a number of guys that can facilitate that's a good sign well let's go through that a little bit um last year with this team was very very limited especially at the post you know it was feed it to oscar let him do his thing jacob Toppin here and there but that was it we've got this year we've got uh, trey mitchell who can shoot threes aaron bradshaw's got a little jumper on here on him but i know they probably cal won't let him have much of a leash but let's go through it a little bit think about let's start with the guards i mean how many players can honestly run point guard i mean we've got dj wagner rob dillingham can reed shepherd antonio reeves justin edwards a little bit i mean there's a handful anyone else i'm forgetting who can just start off with a point guard who could run the offense i mean you got guys which is a good sign but at the end of the day you know you got to have shooters to kick it out to right yeah and so you know if 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 reeves is hitting his shots and we've seen him be explosive at times right that's always exciting for you guys if if you can kick it out to him on the wing and then maybe trey's in the corner you know if you got your five in the corner being able to lead your team in threes like that's pretty insane i think that's a good sign for you guys and then edwards obviously in the other corner if he can hit those threes then you really have true spacing which is something that you still need in college basketball we we talk about it less in college than we do in the NBA, where it's just you just have to in the NBA. But you still need it in college, and this team hasn't had it really since like Kellen Grady. And but yeah. then it was like, who else did you have two years ago? Really, nobody consistent. So if you get shooters, like you know, if you have a lineup where you got Reed Shepard and Antonio Reeves with DJ at the point, and then you got Justin Edwards and Trey Mitchell, so many that's, options. That's scary, right? Then you got four shooters on the court with your facilitator, that's when it can get scary. And that would have been the dream with Oscar Shibway there oh, yeah. down low. I couldn't do it. But, hey, you just got to move on, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. you got to. But uh, I think the vibes around Kentucky this year are pretty solid. Yeah. You know, going into that, the shooters that they have, I mean, I, the majority of this team, you'd probably trust shooting a three-pointer. I mean, even the center at the moment, Trey Mitchell, is a pretty knockdown three-point shooter. So just a tired, different roster. Uh, and a roster that Cal's comfortable with, that he's had the most success with in his tenure. Um, just teams, that this, this roster can do – They've got so many options. And then if you go down to the big man, um, we don't have him back yet, but you've got Aaron Bradshaw, true seven-footer. Um, Z, big Z, I'll leave the name pronunciation to you. But he's 7'2". Uh, Ugo's seven foot, seven foot one, somewhere right in there. Got Jordan Burks playing a little bit of the four. I think yeah. he's at like six foot nine. Uh, Cal's trying to push the arrow to be a four position. He'll play somewhere probably in that two, three. I'm not sure. But probably just three. for once, I mean, in the past handful of years, this team's got depth and they got depth and and a lot of options and it's going to bring out any defense that you throw out there is going to you know you can't just lock on to kellen grady and just you know completely shut this offense down you can't just lock on to oscar you can't just lock on to case i know we're getting into different teams here uh but truly there's five dogs on the on the court at all times that are gonna be a threat to any defense that steps up in front of them that's an exciting thing to have i mean you know cal He's not going to retire this year, I don't believe. But there's a lot. There's a lot of uh, you know the narratives throughout the summer stuff. Is like this is the perfect Cinderella. He can go win it all and and walk off into you know drive off into the sunset. I don't think that's going to happen. But if you're going to predict uh, a successful postseason run or at least a good one than what Kentucky's not had over the last few years, I mean, I think 
If you don't do it with this roster, some of you guys up. are saying he won't retire. He'll just get out of town. Some of you guys, you guys are saying you want him gone to VBM, which is crazy. I mean, yeah. that would never happen. He's got his lifetime deal and everything. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. But I think you know, after last year, you guys wanted him gone. Then it's like, okay, you're gonna let him take his his number one recruiting class with him out of town. Exactly, I mean, that doesn't make any sense. So fan base got to chill a little bit. Just really enjoy this team because I think they're gonna be a lot more fun to watch basically just yeah. enjoyable i think when they're running they're gonna have some lobs i think you know cal doesn't love when you know his guys are just you know throwing irresponsible lobs but i think you know that dj is just gonna have to throw a few to aaron bradshaw yeah. like it's just gonna happen out of transition if bradshaw can run you know we we haven't seen it at, at this level so if he can if he can rim run that'll be sweet in general like edwards justin edwards is just going to get out on fast breaks and you're just going to see someone throw it up to him and he's going to get some dogs like it's going to be a lot of fun to watch and i think less half court stagnant basketball like we saw last year you know that that's going to be the real key and i think can turn in the wins if if they can knock down the best it's only a kick a jump a block it's only a serve it's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And there's so many. You could, We could sit here all night and mix in. We, it's just like pulling a, a name out of the hat of which point guard and which three four man is going to run on the fast break for the lob it just we could go all night and, and pick a mixture of these with the depth that this team has and and i think finally get to modern basketball you know not just the half court offense of just waiting someone for someone to come up and set the pick and roll and then figure out what happens from there because you know the past few years we've not had a whole lot of shooters after that happens it's it's a let's get the pick and roll and then if oscar's there give it to him if not let's settle for a mid-range and it's the same thing over and over again just not just a stale offense yeah, okay. and a stale few years for Kentucky basketball and I think this year there's like you said it perfectly excitement um, a lot of uh, joy a good a recruiting class there's just a lot to be excited about and I know it's the preseason Kentucky fans get this way every year I try to stay keep my head on straight and not fall for it each year but there's a lot that you can't dispute of what we've seen so far. I know we saw the Global Jam. Um, we saw they went 4-0 up there. They won it all, got a gold medal. Uh, we're just seeing the this team's got deep, deep chemistry. They all seem to like each other. Just that media day, I went around before, of course, the fire alarm right. got pulled. Was, was that you? Yeah, uh, uh, I didn't pull it. I didn't pull it. I don't know. I was there. Yeah, with yeah it was a disaster. Somebody, something happened with media day. We were both there, and the fire alarm got pulled, so it got cut short. We didn't get to talk to a whole lot of people, but yeah. I went around. My, I had a question that was consistent with all the players. Uh, you know, in your free time outside, I know Kentucky basketball takes every single hour of your day just about, but outside of that – is there a teammate that you find yourself hanging out with, you know, just individually um, that you kind of like have a stronger connection with? And 
every single, I only had to ask five of them for the fire alarm was pulled, but every single one of them I asked, they all said no. They would not budge at all. They all said no. We all hang up as a group. We all love each other. Reed Shepard said, this, these are my best friends. I want to be with them at all times. Um, you know, we've, there's so much off, off the court stuff that we've seen over the last few years. And, and right now this team just seems strong. just seems connected. Seems like they want to be together. Uh, they, they show it. It's, it translates on the court. Um, I don't know. I think there's just a good group. Even if you're not even talking about X's and O's, just the the morality of the team and the personalities. Yeah, for sure. And you know they they were at the Tennessee game, right? The football game yeah. over the weekend, uh, hanging out and uh, you know taking pictures with fans, which is always fun. And and even you know when those freshmen got on campus, they came to Kentucky Crown Park and they were like hanging out, watching oh, yeah. the baseball games and NCAA regional. Um, and and uh, when they won that regional, so I think that was awesome. But I I want to talk about defense because at the end of the day, like these guys are going to be fine. They'll score the basketball, and that's fine. But if you don't defend, you're just not going to be a good team, right? And yeah. so I think we we talked about it. Do he gets four steals? You know that's fantastic. You know him getting bigger, that's great. If he comes off the bench and makes some big time plays on defense, that's huge. Outside of that, I mean, they get 13 steals in total as a team. So the backcourt, Wagner and, and Dillingham each got two. That's a good sign. You know, they, the on-ball defense from Case and Wallace last year was just huge in the backcourt. You knew that he could you could put him on any guard, you know, in the SEC, oh, yeah. and he was going to, you know, slow him down, if not shut him down. And I don't think there's a guy, like, on this team just yet. We'll see if one can emerge into you know that level of, of on-ball defense but either way I think if, if they can continue to progress on that perimeter defense that's going to be huge because you think they're going to be pretty solid with interior defense when you got you know these seven footers they're you know as long as they can defend the pick and roll and, and get back to the rim quick enough then you know they're gonna they're gonna be good rim protectors mm -hmm. and so we we got to see what this team can do out in the perimeter they got to defend and, and try to slow down fast breaks get back quick enough and, and try to you know suffocate with half-court defense. Plenty of options, plenty of new things that we've not seen in a while. And um, I mean, we could sit here all night and list them, but there's plenty of different things that we're going to see this year from early on from this team of like, okay, we haven't had that in a couple of years. Haven't had that in a couple of years. We've got true talented players that where a lot of them are going to lead the SEC and lead the country in, in their positions. And um, I don't know. It's just real exciting times. And, you know, they play again this, I believe it's this Thursday against Kentucky State, yeah. another exhibition. So, I mean, you can only take a so lot from those, but it's good to see them against another jersey uh, that's not theirs, you know, in an inner squad scrimmage or something of that nature. Um, so we'll be back there Thursday, and then we'll be back here on Monday to talk about it. Uh, before we get out of here, did you have any final points you wanted to let no, the listeners know just, of? I know we did on our first podcast, mm -hmm. we kind of gave our like starting lineup predictions. Uh -huh. And uh, we got to see the first starting lineup, and it was it was DJ. Rob was came off the bench, so it was DJ, uh, Tone, and Tony Reeves, Adutiero, Justin Edwards, and Trey Mitchell. So yes. I think we were pretty. I think we were pretty spot on with those. Besides Adu, I mean, we I don't think we I think I had Adu, Jordan so. Burks. My, my prediction, I think I had Jordan Burks in there for him. But yeah, I think that was wrong on Adu. Yeah, I think I. I mean, I, it'll change obviously. You know, when the bigs come back, the oh, big yeah. will probably be in that starting lineup. Probably Bradshaw with Trey Mitchell. Maybe. I, I mean, you got a five star big man. So yeah. I think you kind of have to start him. So he probably will start. But I like Trey starting at the five. Um, but I probably would have thought that Rob would have started probably. I, I probably would have thought DJ Rob and then Tone, maybe if you want to do three guards with, 
with Edwards and, and Trey, but he wanted that extra size with the arrow, which which I like, and that experience. And I think, experience. I think that was the big yeah, part. Which I'm cool with that, obviously. So, you know, those don't really matter. Cal's going to tweak those. But it was just kind of interesting to see that first one. And obviously it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who starts and who finishes. Right? Yeah. And we saw the first two subs. They were Rob Dillingham and uh, Jordan Burks. Yeah. So yeah, our predictions are still pretty close. You know, the guys that didn't that we had in our five that weren't starting came right off the bench. So I think that is a good seven core outside of the injuries that we can't obviously throw in at the moment of to kind of start seeing, is this going to be the core? You know, it, you know, he, he put those five out there for a reason. Maybe it was just to have some veteran presence. There's three veterans on there to kind of calm the nerves. Uh, I think Antonio Reeves, uh, he, I did also want to mention this in his post game. He said some of the players, you know, of course they come to him because he's the leader on the team and he's the vet. And they said, so I, he didn't want to mention names. And he said that one of the players was like, man, I'm nervous. And he's like, you'll be fine after a couple of minutes. And I went in and they all seemed to be fine. But, you know, they do lean on those guys. It's something that most people don't get to, you know, unless you're us, you have to go behind the scenes and talk to the players. They don't make it out past that of just like there are freshmen. They're 18-year-old kids playing in Rupp Arena, you know. Um, yeah. So it's 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 got to be scary for them. But I'm sure they adjust real quickly. So it's fun. cool. Yeah. And, and I mean, Let's not feel bad for him too much. I mean, yeah. they're a D1 athlete at, you know, Kentucky, one of the yeah. best college basketball programs, and, and just playing college basketball, which is which is a pretty fun way to enjoy your youth yeah. youth years, for sure. But it's going to be fun. Yeah, they do have a lot of pressure on them, uh, on all of them. Um, obviously, you know, some of these guys are going to be one and done, so you're only going to see them one year. And, you know, that's that's a problem for another day, but I'm just <laughs> excited to, uh, you know, see them. It was the 14th. Uh, because the 11th is a Saturday. That's the Bama game for football. That's UK right. Football. The 14th, that following Tuesday, is going to be that Champions Classic game. So that's going to be fun. I think we got the late game too, don't we? Yeah, 930, 9.30 spot. And, and it's going to be 10.15 before it starts. Right, man. But uh, before uh, that, uh, New Mexico State, I think, is what's starting the season. Monday, okay. November 6th. Yeah. Yeah. But we will be back here next Monday to recap the next exhibition. And, again, we're happy to join the Field of 68 Network. Um Thank you, Rob Doster and uh, Jeff Goodman for the invite. And we're happy to lead the way with the Kentucky Talk for your all's network and um, hopefully kind of take over with the Kentucky fan base and, and kind of be a voice for them and uh, see where this things go. It's a great opportunity. And I, I know I'm happy to be here. Yeah, for sure. Me too. Uh, just, just spread the word, guys. Retweet, share, whatever. Whatever it might be, send it to your friends, and uh, we'll be giving you these updates every week. Yep. Go to the Field of 68 uh, YouTube channel. Go to the Cats Coverage YouTube channel. Cats Coverage, we're on every social media. And for you all that don't know, we, we are an entire media outlet. We have articles. We cover press conferences, interview the players. We do football, basketball. But with the Field of 68, our partnership with them is just basketball only. Uh, but if you care about any further Kentucky stuff, you know, catscoverage.com and uh, for that, I think that's everything. I think we hit all points. I think that's Thursday, it for the night. Thursday, 7 o'clock. All right. See you all next week. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.